another episode of Aspie Girl Gab and as always the title of the episode says it all excuse me I had to clear my throat a little bit um so anyways um you guys probably may not know this um but well if you don't know I might as well let you guys know um right now my house or my grandparents house the where I'm at right now it's in the process of being sold which means I'm going to be moving out of state um somewhat soon um so in the meantime before that happens um you know this whole all this talk about moving you know traveling and such I thought this would kind of be a good topic to bring up Now, I know it might not have anything to do with autism, but um, I just wanted to give you guys kind of my experience of being on the open road or my experience with traveling, which I pretty much grew up with. Um, But yeah, I did grow up with traveling, and I figured I'd tell you guys a couple of stories um, of what it was like, of what it's like, you know kind of being raised on the open road at least that's what it feels like for me like you know couple years pass open road um sometimes I do the open road like once or twice in the past um but yeah it's been one wild ride for me so sit back relax maybe eat some popcorn though I don't know if you are eating popcorn or drink some coffee I know I would be drinking coffee Listen to a story because I love coffee. Um, okay, so allow me to tell you the first story, which is having to visit my father every summer. Um, now, before we start the story, just know everybody that I don't really hate my father anymore. I mean, I can't really blame him because of the way my grandfather, his father, treated him and that's what caused my father to kind of become a bit of a lunatic or whatever you call him. I mean, I can get mad at him, but I cannot hate him. So anyways, on to the story. Um, so the whole travel thing started ever since I was an infant when the court ordered that I had to visit my father every summer and also take turns during the winter, like one year I'd have Christmas down here, and one year I had Christmas up there. So, basically we go back and forth from Kentucky to Florida kind of every year. It, it practically became routine um, when I started to grow from just a little baby all the way to my middle school years. So, basically, it's just been, you know, it's always been crazy, but I still have some fond memories of those traveling. Um, Also, um, 
if there is any background noise, I do apologize. My family is talking right now. Um, and basically, yeah, I decided to just film this while I could. Um, or record, actually, not film. Um, so anyways, my I have favorite travel spots. And one of them is the big road of Atlanta, Georgia, where, you know, all those multiple bridges and roads are. And, of course, the lights and the tunnels. And, of course, that giant peach thing we always see. Um, but basically, um, let's just say you'd never, like... When I, in the past, it was always, like, a fast-going road. Like, people wouldn't stop or anything. But nowadays, I recommend not going t through Atlanta during the afternoon. Like, from 11-something to other. Because it becomes very busy. Traffic builds up. And you lose, like, a lot of travel time. You know, like, if you're trying to get, like, for, let's say, from Florida to Tennessee... Um, you can make it to Florida, to Tennessee, um, in one day, but you gotta get up, like, super early and leave super early. Um, like, if you want to make it to, like, Atlanta by the afternoon. But basically, it becomes a busy road, and when I was visiting up to Ohio... For my sibling's 21st birthday, the road just became terrible. But also, another lovely traveling memory from the past, um, is that, well, the farthest we would drive would be to Georgia, and we'd always meet up at this certain gas station. My father would pick me and my sibling up from there, and then we'd drive all the way to Kentucky nonstop. We didn't even stop at a hotel. Um, like, it's crazy. Like, we'd arrive there at midnight. Um, once we did, we'd go to bed. And when we'd wake up the next morning, ready to start our summer fun. Which really wasn't fun to me at all. But still, it was still kind of fun nonetheless. I mean, we had like plenty of space, like plenty of land on a hill to run around and such. Like if you just subtract the abuse part, then everything's cool. But basically, my also my favorite part is where we have to get up super early. So that way we can make it all the way down to Georgia. Then my mother would, well, sometimes it was my mother, but when my mother had to work, it would always be my grandparents picking me and my sibling up. So then we drive back down to Florida, and that would be it for the year. Uh, but then we would probably have to go back up again if it was, you know, if we were going to spend Christmas in Kentucky. So yeah, basically, before my middle school years, it's always been back and forth, back and forth, until the whole visiting my father during the summers and Christmases has finally come to an end. Finally, because if I was up there any longer, 
I would have absolutely severe, terrible eczema. Um, probably would have gotten another kidney infection um, from a UTI because apparently my father didn't want to spend any money. You know, like he said, but I don't want to spend any money on hospital bills or anything like that. And I'm like, you know, mother said that we had insurance. Like, she gave him the insurance, but yet he refused to take me. Like, the insurance would have covered it. I mean, I know insurance sometimes doesn't cover the full amount. But still, it's helpful for those who can't fully afford the hospital bill or whatever that is. Um, so basically, my mama number two, my father's mother, decided to take me because she was more caring than him. Um, like, basically, I would consider her kind of like the guardian angel during my summertime up there. It was kind of, she was basically like the safe haven. Whenever my father would get, you know, bring out the belt for no reason, make us eat hot sauce for no reason, which actually tastes pretty good. I really want to know the name of that hot sauce. Um, but yeah, that hot sauce wasn't really effective. I mean, even though he sometimes did it for no reason, like I actually would just eat it no problem because by then um, I had a stepfather um, and basically he would give us guacamole and these spicy chips and I was basically used to eating spicy food and spicy stuff at the, by that time so my father went through a big loss on that one um, for his no reason so-called punishments but really we were just being used as punching bags for him um, but anyways um but I do remember um, whenever we'd stop like at a rest stop, um, which is sometimes my favorite part of traveling, because you get to see all these vending machines. And, well, now that I'm old enough to be drinking coffee, well, coffee just makes me tired. So I guess I could have started drinking it like at any age. But <laughs> it's always good to play it safe, like maybe wait until your teenage years. Um... But yeah, I always wanted to try out the coffee vending machines. Like, they look really good. Um, but I never really did because I don't know how to work them. Um, but yeah, like, the best part is the vending machines. Now, of course, during the time when we had to visit my sibling for their 21st birthday in Ohio, I couldn't get anything hard. Like, I couldn't get, like, the healthy peanut butter crackers or anything like that. So, I had to literally eat a honey bun. Um... Like, basically, I just had to eat a honey bun. Like, that's it. Just a honey bun. Like, a big honey bun. Um, now, of course, when you're on the open road, you got to accept whatever it gives to you. Meaning, like, if you don't... Like, if you plan to not pack food, then that means you're planning on getting pickups along the way. So, basically, I think... During the move, I'm going to plan on making some travel snack mixes. Maybe like a trail mix or something. 
that I'll mostly eat around during lunchtime and I'll probably prepare it a, the day before the move, which we, we don't know yet because nobody has put a good offer on the house yet and we are still looking for a house ourselves. But when somebody, you know, gives us, you know, like the good a good amount of money for the house I'm in now, then we're going to use that money to kind of buy, um, to kind of pay off, um, for the new house we're going to move into. Now, in Ohio, from last I was on the open road, I remember there being loads of corn, loads of corn, and of course, soybeans. And of course, my sibling told me that there are a lot of kind of rednecks and hillbillies up there. And actually, that kind of reminds me of my father. Yeah, he's a hillbilly. <laughs> and, well, and my papa, my mother's father, kind of grew up kind of like a hillbilly or a redneck. Basically, he grew up on a farm, so... Yeah, I kind of do have a bit of that blood in me. I mean, not to sound disappointed or anything, it's just... Kind of crazy to think how many of them are in my family. But I was raised a townie, meaning I grew up in a small town, so... <laughs> uh, what do I know? Um... But yeah, I just absolutely love traveling on the open road. Now, I would travel by plane, but I am way too scared to fly. <laughs> yeah, I'm way too scared to fly. Yeah, th th thanks a lot, Hollywood movies. Thanks a lot, air disasters. Thanks a lot, airplane disaster everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah... Plus, I mean, I grew up with traveling on the open road, and I will not discontinue traveling on the open road. Because I love the open road. Traveling is basically in my blood. Um, yeah, like, the open road and traveling is a part of me. I just love to travel. Whenever I can't, which is pretty much all the time. <laughs> Or most of the time. I just like to imagine me on the open road. In my head. So, basically, um... Well, that's it for this episode of Aspie Girl Gab. I hope you enjoyed my somewhat travel stories, kinda. Though there are more kind of... Yeah, I guess they were stories. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully in a future episode, um, my mother will join us once more. But for now, it's just going to be me talking to you guys. Um, and I'll see you all in the next episode. All right. Farewell. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at... C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. 
We are also up on Facebook, Ask Big Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.